What's up, girls? Welcome back to another episode of Call Her Holy. I'm Laura Eldridge. And I'm Nicoletta Bradley. And it's July 5th today, yeah, which is, is my baby. brother's birthday. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday. <laughs> little brother. I love how you said uh, girls, like, what's up, girls? And then we're like, I'm like, there could be a single man that's listening. Oh, dude, to call people have told me that guys listen to it. I love it. And the guys have been like, this is spot on. <laughs> it's actually funny. One of my guy friends in Santa Barbara, he's like, so yeah, I listened to your podcast and I listened to the Stop. dating red flags. And it was interesting. Um, I am every red flag that you <gasps> listed. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he's not really a believer, so it makes sense. But that's... he was like, yeah, I laughed because I was every single red flag. Does that mean I'm wrong? And I was like, oh gosh, this is a much longer conversation. You decide, honey. You, you decide. decide. But his girlfriend was listening to it with him. Oh. It was so funny. And he was like, and she was like, yep, yeah, whatever. And I was like, all right, well. <laughs> check in with us in a year. Check in with us with a year. So we'll see what happens. Um, So guys, I, re- I actually really want to do an episode where like, young guys come on well, yeah and just shoot the girl straight of like what are the things that people aren't telling you that the guys are actually thinking you Wait, know why don't we do that literally next week that's genius we should totally should I bring all my ex-boyfriends back <laughs> <laughs> hey what i know we, we haven't did talked pod- in years but would you like to come on my podcast we- that <laughs> was created after we broke up <laughs> <laughs> we should do a podcast series with all of our exes just all like, my exes don't live in Texas. We, didn't we sing this last week? Are y'all sick of us or what? Dude, I would love it. We should, you know what we should do? Is what? We should get our best friend's exes on it because they don't have any ties to us, but we're yeah. connected to our best friends. Dude, it would get so juicy though if we had we, our exes. I, we have to do that. We should, we should grill them. Hey, what are all the things you didn't like about me? Yeah, on a scale of one to ten, how annoying am I? No, yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But you have to answer it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we hope this has brought a little bit of joy to your July 5th. I I need to also shout out my father-in-law because it's also his birthday. (laughs) (laughs) So this episode is all about um, exes and putting them on our podcast and about Laura's family members. Yeah, apparently everyone's birthday is on the same day. So everyone from here on out who has a birthday, this is for you. You. Yeah, happy birthday. July we're talking about babies. ex-boyfriends. <laughs> Today we're not talking about uh, Laura's brother and father-in-law's birthday, except we do hope that from the bottom of our heart you have a great day. But we are talking about something that most of you may be experienced on July 4th plans. I'm, I'm convulsing. <laughs> I am literally convulsing. <laughs> um, none of my family members are born on July 5th. That makes me feel better. But this is sponsored by July 5th Baby. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Babies are us. Um, anyways, we are not talking about that. We are talking about something that we get a ton of DMs about. Yeah. And then we're continuing the trend of breakups. We're still in our breakup series. And today we're kind of diving into the breakup that never happened, a.k.a. because you never actually were dating. But yeah. it's a breakup that feels like a breakup. Also, yeah. the breakup of like, did I make the right decision? And basically saying... What if we're not sure about the guy that's sure about us? Dun, dun, yeah, dun. those are some those are some good ones. I'm excited. Just give us all the wisdom, Nico. Gosh, I feel I like mean, it's there. I kind of want to divide it up. Let's kind of like I think we should tackle. I think honestly, for the girl that went through a breakup, 
but you never actually dated because I feel like July 5th, happy birthday, your family, but also <laughs> July 5th for the girl that was just on maybe 4th of July. Yeah. I guarantee a lot of you had that encounter. Like, like with their crush totally. and they're devastated because he brought a new girl or whatever Yeah, else. and you know, you're, it's the relationship or friendationship that you texted a long time. You probably hung out one-on-one. He probably called you. All your never, friends knew he liked you. Totally, you know, that kind of but you never actually dated. Yep. And then, I don't know. First off, I think my question for you, I feel like you'll have good insight for this. Why do you think that happens a lot, especially in Christian culture? I think because we really want to be married. And I think because God created us to be together, man and woman. God created us to be attracted to um, the masculine masculine figure, the yeah. way that they move, the way that they act. Mm. He, create, mm, mm. he created us to be drawn to when they, I mean, there's something, there's nothing that can take a girl out like a guy being kind to her. Or a guy. <laughs> we're weak, ladies. We're weak. Holding babies. That's the other one. You know what See, I mean? that's not my thing. Uh, yeah, you're the only person. <laughs> that and dogs. I'm that's like, so Maybe fun. holding his Bible. <laughs> okay. Okay, you just you just took everybody, but whatever. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but there so there are things that guys do that just or it's like if you're the girl who likes to chase, it's the guy who doesn't pay you attention, which is twisted, and you need to go to counseling. <laughs> just kidding, I love you. I, I understand. But was like I was go, that girl. I mean, yeah, I was both. Of the, I was like all these girls at different times. Totally. But uh, yeah, we all need counseling. <laughs> we all need counseling. Let's say that. But I think you need to stop feeling shame for having crushes. Yeah. Because you're created to be drawn to that. And it's a really good thing. Um, but to that girl, I would say, I think a lot of it is why, like you asked why. I think why is one, a godly reason. And two, because we really, really, really put marriage on a level that it shouldn't be yeah and that is so annoying i know that some of you just rolled your eyes because i'm the married girl saying that and i would have rolled my eyes too but i did this as a single person like i i wanted marriage so desperately that it made me weird dude it's interesting that you say that because i actually did a tiktok on this the other day and if you think about the bible singleness is not talked about that much yeah or like, I mean, we know that dating, whatever, but literally the word singleness is not talked about much. And it was just kind of interesting because the only time really we hear about singleness is that it's gain. It's better. Yeah. In cult- Christian culture, it's kind of what you're just saying, like sad girl hours. Like we're just depressed yeah. all the time over being yeah. single. And so I think kind of going back to that question is like when we are single, we will cling on to anything that resembles a relationship because we are so desperately wanting to be married yeah. that in reality, we're experiencing heartbreak, whether that's daily, weekly, or monthly, even if that's as simple as looking at somebody on Instagram, we yeah. created a whole story in our head and then we see that they get a girlfriend. Like I literally got a DM the other day and it was like, oh my gosh, like this guy on TikTok and I love him. I love him. And he said he wants to meet up with me when he comes to my city. And I was like, hey girl, have you met him? And she was like, no, but like his TikTok videos. And I'm like, you are literally breaking up with someone in your heart and mind that you've never actually dated. Yeah, and here's what, here's what you also need to know. Can I just have a real talk moment with the girls? Be gentle. Okay, I'll be gentle. Yeah, that's a thank you for helping me with that. Uh, one of my guy friends, um, he would disqualify people if they slid into his DMs, like girls, because girls were doing it all the time. But you think you're the only one 
when you know someone as an internet personality or like a person, like a stage person, um, you try to shoot your shot. It's just usually not it. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, obviously there are exceptions, but a lot of people think you're the exception to the rule. Totally. And anyways, and then when he got a girlfriend, he lost like 250 followers immediately. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, you thought you were the only one fantasizing about being married to him and no, nope, 249 other girls were as well. So anyways. Dude, I've heard a line. If he can't get out of your DMs, he can't lead you. Wait, what does that mean? If like, say it a different out, way? If, like, if he can't get out of your DMs, like, if he's only oh, DMing you... Oh, it's only you, in, in your DMs, yeah. He cannot lead you. Yeah, And I was like, true. I like that. I was like, dang, if he's constantly DMing you and he's not pursuing you outside of a DM, calling you, asking you on a date, he cannot lead you. Because totally. I really do believe that a lot of dudes, even a lot of girls, they hide behind a screen. Yeah, and here's the thing. Here's where it's not fair. Because it's like, some of them, we know. Like, we know we just made up a relationship because... We've never texted them. We've never DM'd them. We don't even really know them. You know what I mean? And then totally. we're sad. Like, those girls are heartbreaking when when he gets a girlfriend. We all did it. Like, for in my day, it was like Backstreet Boys. You know what I mean? I had the big old poster of Brian Luttrell. We literally all you thought we were going to marry a Backstreet We boy. were all going to marry a Backstreet Boy. I thought boy. I was going to marry Justin Bieber. Totally. Gosh, yeah. You were the one that got away. I was the you one that got away. Call you Selena, maybe. Come on, baby. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're not getting into the <laughs> Selena Haley stuff. Uh, we love them both. But then there there are the ones that are more confusing because there was a little bit of hope. Like totally. you guys were texting, you guys were hanging out. And whether or not he ever liked you is still a mystery, but he's pivoted and now he's going after somebody else. Or for whatever reason, somebody else is asking you out, but you're holding on to hope that this other guy's going to ask you yeah. out. I know. It's just, so let's just talk about that. You know, the heartbreak that is kind of involved with that. Totally. And I think, well, yes to that, but also wanted to ask you the question, like what about the girl that went on the dates, but the guy couldn't commit? You know what I mean? Like they did all the things that a boyfriend and girlfriend have done. And now he's ended it with her, but it was an eight month relationship i mean using quotations yeah but it's a breakup but it was never actually a breakup because you were never actually dating like what would you say to that girl oh like but they went on dates okay they you're saying they dates. went on dates but they weren't in a committed relationship yes but okay. they went on dates for months and he never actually asked her out so like she always thought okay maybe he's just uncommittal but then he dumps her and now they're dealing with heartbreak and it's but it's like you can't really say it was a breakup because you never were actually boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. How do you reconcile that in your head? What would you say to that girl? I would still count it like a breakup. Like, okay. I think it's still matter. Like, here's the thing. In some instances, like, labels don't matter. Blah, blah, blah. Right? But your experience is valid. Mm. And God still sees. Like, God's not looking at you and your tears and being like, uh, girl, you never even actually were boyfriend and girlfriend. You know yeah. what I mean? Some breakups feel like a broken engagement because, like, he told you, yeah. I'm going to marry you. And you said, I want to marry you, too. And this is it for us, you know? And you sealed the deal. And that was it. But there weren't rings on your finger. So that feels like a broken engagement. Yeah. Um, you can kind of minimize your pain if you're stuck in the, like, what actually happened. You know what I mean? Totally. It's the same kind of pain as an actual breakup or whatever. Like, if he, if you guys were exclusively talking for eight months, okay, maybe there are some flags there and make a different decision next time. But I did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
like I was kind of dating this guy long distance for so long and then when he got another girl pregnant and I was like I can't talk to you anymore you're looking at me like I've never heard the story yeah I don't tell a story yeah like, it's I don't a, think you've ever told me the story it's a crazy story it was literally like I guess everyone thought we were dating we never kind of put a title on it we were exclusive like to each other and then I moved continents <laughs> he was still in Australia nice. I was here and then we like would see each other some we were both in the music world and anyways this other girl just randomly popped up but like we weren't a thing so there wasn't clear boundaries you know what i mean of like you can't date someone else totally but we were a thing to where it's like you and i are talking on the phone every night you like me i like you you've communicated that you know what i mean yeah um but i never pushed for the like we're actually dating you know what i mean yeah and part of that was because of where he was with Jesus. So that was, I mean, I made so many mistakes in that sure. relationship. But anyways, it was still like, it was a breakup that tormented both of us. Like when we quote unquote broke up, even though we never broke up. And how how it happened was that like all of a sudden he puts on his Facebook, Facebook was it back then, in a relationship with this other girl that I knew I had a gut feeling about. And I asked yes. him about her and you know what I mean? So anyways, I didn't even see it. People are immediately in my messages, like multiple people from our time studying abroad are in my messages. Dang. And that's where we met studying abroad. We're in our messages, in my messages. And I'm like, wait, what's happening? And I look and I immediately like unfriend him, like block him on everything. And I didn't like throw it in his face or anything like that. But anyways, he starts coming after me like, oh my gosh, no, no, no. I'll take it off. Like, Laura, I can't lose you. You know, like all this. And he was devastated. And so what had happened was he had gotten her pregnant and he was like, well, I guess now I need to be in a relationship with her, but I still like Laura, but I was just hooking up with this girl. But because Laura and I never had any clear boundaries and I'm not a Christian and I didn't lead well and she's, you know, didn't didn't lead well. Like now I've made this decision. Now she's pregnant. Now I feel like I need to be in a relationship with this girl. So she knows. Anyway, so it was just, it was a big pile of mess. So all all I'm saying is that like, in that situation, like we both had to grieve through like this, this was a relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was a breakup, even though we never put a title on it. And so I think when you're months down the road and you're still crying about your ex-boyfriend, take the rose colored glasses off and realize, hey, this is like so messy that like he never even gave it a title. You know what I mean? Like that's not the kind of guy that I want to be with the one that I had to worry if he's, you know, doing this with other girls or whatever. Like that's, you just need to take the rose colored glasses off, take the glasses off that make you look fondly back on someone who you need to see his red flags yeah, and your own red flags. Um, anyway, so that was a, a, a long story, but, uh, I think you hit the nail on the head though with the rose colored glasses, because I think it's so easy after a breakup to look back and think that they are just the best thing that's ever happened to you. And I don't know what it is about breakups that we look back and we know it wasn't right. We know it wasn't great. We know we are wildly anxious in the relationship and yet we feel like it was the best thing that's ever happened to us. And even for the girl that maybe you didn't go on dates with him for a while or maybe you didn't talk for a long time, even the girl that we were kind of mentioning, like, oh my gosh, we were DMing on Instagram. Or you just had a crush on him, just plain and simple. Totally. And it's like reality is, is I always say this, if he likes you, you'll know. And if he doesn't, you'll be confused. Yeah. And it's like, that's as simple as it gets sometimes. It's like, if a man likes you, he will pursue you. And if he's a man and a man of God's own heart, 
he will slide out of your DMs yeah. and call you and ask you on a date. But I think for the girl that is experiencing heartbreak when you never actually dated, one, I want to say I'm sorry. But yeah. two, you have to know that your heart is tender and you need to guard it. Yeah. Next time. You need yeah. to guard it against Instagram messages. You need to guard it from when you're lying in bed at night creating stories in your brain. I think it just comes down to dignity a lot of yes. times. It's like know your worth. Yeah. Own your worth. Yeah. Don't let a guy date you for eight months without a title. And I say that because I've done that. Yeah. Not definitely. because I know any better, but simply because if he's not committing to you and not making clear intentions to commit to you and you're still confused, it might be as simple that he just, A, doesn't like you. And I know that's harsh because that's painful to hear. But two, he's not a man. Or he's not ready to get married. Exactly. You know, I think guys, uh, even guys who actually date, you know, and then they go through premarital and then break up with you and re- they realize like, hey, I couldn't look past your flaws or I couldn't whatever. And the reality is like, no, you're scared to be married. Like you're actually not ready. And yeah. sometimes, unfortunately, it takes going through dating people to get to get to that, to understand like, totally. oh, I thought I was ready and I'm actually not. Um, this should be a reality check. If you're the girl who didn't actually date someone and you are devastated, like let yourself grieve. I was that girl at my bachelorette. Literally, have I told you the story? No. At my bachelorette, there was this funny guy. It was the best fun bachelorette ever. So thank you to my friends. And shout out to my brother for his birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Happy birthday, birthday, everyone. Um, All my friends played this game and it was like, you know, raise your hand if. And one of them was like, if you've held Laura's hand while she's in the bathtub crying. And it was literally like... (laughs) There are people from every stage of my life, like your college, out of college, like different cities, different, like they don't know each other at all. And I kid you not, it was like the entire room hands went up of like 30 girls and from different stages of my life. I was like, oh, ouch. And guess what? A lot of those tears were from guys I never dated. So here's what I would say. I'm saying this from a place of like, I get you. Yeah. Grieve it. But then learn from that. Like, yeah. like learn from it and don't make the same mistake again. Like, it's not saying that your heart's never going to get broken again from a guy you never dated. But you think that that's the best that you can get is longing over a guy who may or may not like you. And guess what? It's not. Like, it is possible to be free and to be confident and to be like you are right now, Nicoletta, in your singleness. You're just thriving. And you're not like, you're not sad girl hour over a guy every single day but we do that we like end up replacing one crush with another crush with another crush with another crush instead of replacing that crush with another crush replace it with satisfaction in jesus that sounds really churchy but like start diverting your eyes do a six-month dating fast like where you commit i'm not going to even entertain the thought of a guy and trust god in that that it's not going to be my husband in that time frame or he'll wait you know okay Random question. I got asked this the other day, and I feel like you'll know a really good answer to it. A girl asked me this question. She goes, I keep getting asked out by lots of guys. I really want to be married, but yet I'm exhausted because it's an emotional roller coaster. I get asked out, and then we go on a date, and then he decides he doesn't like me. One, my friends are mad at me because I'm the girl that's always getting asked out. Mm. Two, I don't really want this anymore, but is it spiritual warfare that I keep getting asked out? What would you say to that question? Uh, I don't think it's spiritual warfare. That's what I told her. (laughs) (laughs) I think like the reality is you're probably cute 
and you may not be cute, but like you may be, you may have a vibe about you that just is really attractive. You know what I mean? You might be really easy to talk to. You might make guys feel really comfortable and then they feel an instant connection with you. Well, guess what? That might've been a facade or you might've been playing like you're a little more interested in them because you are as a human and you like, you know what I mean? And then you realize, and then you stop playing that game or they, or this happened with me all the time when I was doing music because I was a little girl who had a guitar in her hand. I was blonde, like up on the stage playing guitar. And then after every show, all these guys would feel, or even like I'd meet them randomly and they'd know that I, you know, play music. They would feel like they just met their soulmate. And within weeks, I'm telling you, it was like a ghost, you know, never mind. So I went through this a lot Dang, yeah. when I was doing music, like because they liked the idea of me and they didn't like me. How did you recover? Because I think that's kind of like the question is like, how do you handle some the breakup of, okay. when you never actually dated? Some of it was real life feedback for myself. So yeah. for instance, there were things that I'm doing wrong. I'm not saying your friend, I don't know who your friend is and I'm not saying that, that she is. There were things that I was doing wrong. Like for instance, I have a tendency to like give my heart away pretty quickly. And so... I thought that the guy kind of doing that gave me permission to do that. Yeah. And the reality was it didn't. Like, I should have been a little bit more reserved. So I remember one example, a guy named Parker. Parker met me at this wedding. We had the most fun. He told his parents about me. Like, it, we, it was just, it was like this movie moment, okay? Parker texts me when I get back to Dallas, like where I'm, where I'm living. He's in Austin. And this big, long text about how amazing I am this happened multiple times how amazing I am how like just his heart is like right there on it on his sleeve for me I you know wait a little bit to answer him and then I match him I like text him back something that long and basically say similar things about him and it like from then on it was over like it was done so I think there's something to one that was his own immaturity yeah. But two, feedback for myself, like I could have shown a little bit more like, hey, I'm not eager to like jump your bones. You know, I am not so eager to give my heart away to anyone like who gives me attention that you then start sensing that and feeling that. So the feedback for myself was like, don't jump in so quickly. The feedback for her might be something completely different. Like, what are some examples of, like, mistakes that girls make in that area? Gosh, I think it's so easy. What's the verse? It's like, to put the bit before the horse. What's that thing? It's yeah, like, you know yeah. What I, mean? the, it's, I think it's a proverb. The cart, the yeah, something like that. But just, it's basically getting, like, letting emotions take over. Yeah. before inviting the Lord in. So the advice I actually gave to her was like, have you prayed before saying yes to every single one of these guys asking you out? That's good. And she was like, well, I feel like that's honoring to these guys that are asking me. I'm like, I agree. I think that a lot of times you should give guys a chance. But there's also wisdom. Because I don't know if that's, act- you know what I mean? If you're getting yes. asked out every single week by somebody new, you're exhausted. Are you bringing in the Holy Spirit? Are you bringing in the counselor who could say like, Hey, babe, you don't need to go on this one. Like, totally. There's a level of respect for them, but also a level of respect for you. (laughs) Yes. And you know what? Like, she just gave you an insight into what's going on. She said, I feel like it's honoring. So her motive in that is just to honor the guys. There might be more there, but like she's saying her motive is to honor those guys. Okay. I did that once too, where I was, uh, I would say yes to every single first date. 
And I realized that's actually not loving. If I already knew, I'm not going to keep dating this guy. Hot take. Because then I'm letting them get more attached to me, knowing I'm completely myself and having so much fun. It, so you're liking me more because I don't, I'm not weird because I like you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know that I'm about to dump you. And so that's not fair either. I stopped doing that. I was doing the whole like, I just want to like, commend them for like being brave enough to ask someone out because I know that's hard and whatever and no I stopped doing that because I realized it's actually more unloving to let them get to the second date and start liking me even more and realize oh now this girl that I started even liking more is was never gonna, interested it's never interested yeah okay so then let me transition a little bit to this question that one of y'all asked you go so let's say you're going on dates okay all right there wasn't this like absolute no so you're going on dates but what if you're still not sure about him, but he's sure about you? Dude, in either party, it can really freak the other person out if one person is more sure than the other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which was probably the Parker Tech situation. Like, he wanted to share his feelings, but he wasn't sure about me. And then he thought, oh, she's sure about me. That's scary. Mm. It's just really scary. Yeah. But here's what I would say to her. You don't have to be sure immediately. That's why you're dating. You know, like in appreciate that clarity instead of being scared of that clarity. Give him the feedback if he's being so extra and like the minute he meets you, he's like, I'm going to marry you. You're my wife. Some of you might think that's romantic. Would you say that? Would you think that's romantic? Uh, No, because I've had that and it Uh, ended poorly. So I just (laughs) am like that. But then I'm also like, that's infatuation and that's being run on emotion. And so I don't have time for that. Like, make sure that you're saying you like me because you feel like the Holy Spirit's put that on your heart, not because you think I'm cute or because you think I'm fun. Like, (laughs) I just ask that. Like, literally. Exactly. Did the Holy Spirit put Like, I think it's on, like, just go off of that. Like, being 30 and being engaged before and like dating a lot of really good guys, I'm like, my whole story is they see me, they know me, they think they know me, and they have just like, yes, I am in. And then we date. And then it's kind of what you were talking about earlier. Exactly. But I think the difference for me is like, man, God, do not bring me somebody unless they are confident because you've put me on their heart. Not that they see me on Instagram and they think I'm bubbly and fun. Like, make them see Jesus in me and then ask me out because that's something that can't change, but instead will grow compared to like superficial things. So that's what I love what you modeled there because what you did is like you have some control in that area of like I can at least pray for God's protection in that. That's not going to keep guys from asking me out, but God might honor that and answer that prayer by saying, "Okay, absolutely. You know, I see that you're tired. I'm going to like have guys not ask you out cuz you're sick of navigating this situation for a minute." Totally. You know? And I think that's God's kindness a lot of times. I hear that from a lot of you. It's like God's unkind if I'm not getting asked out. But a lot of times we have to remember that he simply might be protecting you. Totally. He might be protecting your heart. Like me and one of my best friends talk about this Kelly who had the other broken engagement. She was talking to him and we were talking about this. I'm like what if it's God's kindness that you and I are not the girls getting asked every week because you and I have gone through a breakup that is exponentially more painful. Like the heartbreak we experienced, we literally had to remove a ring. I think it's God's kindness that I'm not getting asked out every week. You could also like, I don't know, maybe I'm like doing something weird and I'm not getting asked out. I don't know. But in my brain, I'm like, God, I would be exhausted after all that heartbreak to then be experiencing a new heartbreak every week or every month. Thank you, Jesus, that I get to live life thriving and knowing you more and doing fun things with great girlfriends and like get to go to group hangs. But like, I remember this. I remember praying this a couple of months ago. I go, God, can you not let me go on a date until it's my husband? And I felt like the Lord whispered this to me. He goes, that's going to take a shot at you and your security. 
And, I was like, and so I kind of like processed that with the Lord. And this is what I feel like he put on my heart was, if you don't get asked out, you're going to start questioning if you're pretty, if you're fun, mm. if you're cool. Are you okay with that? And it's true because a lot of times when we're not getting asked out, it's a, so easy to think there's something wrong with us. Yeah. But I felt like when I was wrestling with the Lord and that, I was like, you know what? Like, what do I care more about, my pride or my heart? Yeah. Because my pride is I want to show everyone around me that I'm getting asked out. I think there's this part of us that like when our exes look at us, we want to show that we're doing okay because you might have dumped me when I'm getting asked out by all these new boys. Yeah. And the Lord has just been, honestly, I consider it his kindness to not let me have to deal with any of that, but it's truly having to find my security and my identity in him because I can't find it in the boys asking me out. When someone asks me, Nicoletta, what's going on in your world? There is no boy updates, full transparency, but you can look at that as God is unkind or you can look at that he is protecting me in a way that I can't explain. Yeah. Like I don't have damage outside of breakups I've gone through and those aren't even damaged because they're fully healed, but I'm not dealing with heartbreak, many little heartbreaks every single week or every single month. Yeah. And, and if you think about it, like, cause Kelly and I were actually texting about this too and it, we we came to this conclusion like you're in the same place as the girl who's getting asked out and it's not going anywhere like yeah the end result is the same same. you're both single yeah and you both don't want to be and And so pick your poison would you rather have little mini heartbreaks or no heartbreak but you're still single and a lot of times like you don't get to choose that and it's it's really easy to look at the other one and say well if only i just want to go on a couple dates at least and it's like hmm She's probably looking at like, I'm tired of going on dates, you know, if yeah. they're not going to commit to me. So it's just easy to look on the other side. The grass Here, is always green the, the on the grass other is, side. Yeah. And here's what you need to know. Like your story is just going to be different than someone else's. And it's not going to be necessarily what you think you want to choose, but it's going to be God's best for you. Like you, you've written a story in your head of how you want your dating life and marriage life to go. You've decided I want to be friends with him, or I just want to meet him randomly and him to know, or I want to get to. Know. You've you've decided. Let me just say that. Totally. Like oh, you've, you've already decided before you. You even. have these thoughts in your head of like how you want it to happen and and all of that. You've been dreaming about this since you're a little girl. If you're watching Disney movies. And it's probably going to happen differently. And you just have to be okay with that because it's also about the journey um, and and grieve the grieve the loss of the hopes and the dreams. Like, I, I am a big proponent of that. But know that God's doing something through the journey. Like, there's something unique to the girl who's getting asked out a ton, but no one's committing to her. There's a unique hardship in that that God has for her. You know what totally. I mean? That God's using to strengthen her. And honestly, also those other guys and Honestly, also those there's girls watching that God's like, hey, I'm using that situation so good. also to create something in you where you feel content, where you're not looking around comparing your situation to everyone else. Because I want you to know, like the scriptures say, there's there, one of the disciples hears about you know somebody getting to sit at Jesus' right hand, and he's like, well, what about him? Like, what about me? And you're like, what? And Jesus answers back, what's it to you? Yeah, like it doesn't matter what I do with him. What's that to you? Mm. so god is using that situation in more ways than just you know i'm getting asked out or i'm not that's so good and i i think here's the root of it it doesn't matter if you're getting asked out or not getting asked out broken up with or anything what matters is who do you believe god to be and where are you putting your identity and worth because here's the thing if you're comparing yourself to your friend who's getting asked out all the time you have a choice of believing in who god says he is or believing in who he says he's not by comparing. You can sit there and go, man, 
great i'm gonna celebrate my friend who's getting asked out and i know who god is and i know who he is in my life or you can sit here and go i can't believe she's getting asked out start bringing her down you know i mean you try to rip everybody apart and when you're comparing let's be honest and then believing that god's unkind to you but kind to her but then in the same way my friend is probably looking at people not getting asked out being like man i would love a break so it's not our situations that are the problem it's our perspective and our relationship with the lord because when you're sitting here going god I trust you. I trust you with my relationship status. I trust you in my dating life. Therefore, you handle these situations so much better. And I think that really does speak to the girl who maybe is clinging to these guys who aren't sliding out of her DMs and believing that this is their husband, even though they've actually never talked on the phone. It's because you're putting too much worth in a boy that was never meant to be where your worth is found. Your worth is found in Jesus. Like if you're finding security in the amount of boys that are calling, texting or messaging you or likes on a photo, girl, you are missing it. Yeah, totally. Like you are missing out on the abundant life the Lord has for you because you're living on a roller coaster. Yeah. Your day's good when you get a text and it's bad when you don't. Mm -hmm. Like, are you tired? Because I'm here to tell you that Jesus loves you. And no good thing does he withhold from you. And I can sit here and say- As you walk with him. As I walk with him. And like- I'm 30 and single as a literal Pringle, (laughs) and I'm thriving, but that's not because of anything other than Jesus. Yeah, and I like to guard against the victim mentality. Uh, I'm going to say this. A lot of where you are mentally and emotionally has to do with your past, has to do with your upbringing, has to do with the relationship that you watched your parents have has to do with the security that your dad helped instill in you. There are obviously like variations of that. And, you know, you could have the best dad ever who made you feel secure and still be a girl who just feels desperate and needy and wants a husband. That can still happen. But, but some of it, we just need to realize like God's grace is sufficient for our past and the things that have been handed down to us. And sometimes we just haven't been taught that kind of dignity, that kind of worth. We are often taught to put our confidence in the wrong things from a young age. And then that starts crumbling and we start questioning who we are. So instead of instilling self worth or honestly God worth in us, we get instilled performance based acceptance. We get praise when we have athletic achievements. We get praise when we get the good grades, we get scolded when we don't. And just from a young age, unintentionally we can pick up on all these things that turn us into insecure, neurotic, anxious, needy girls in our 20s. (laughs) Totally. So anyways, you also need to know that God's grace is sufficient for that and there's some healing that can happen um, to rewrite those patterns and you have a choice to change things if and when you get to have a daughter one day. So I want to say sorry for where you are right now because it's a culmination of things that have been done to you as well as like uh, some other things that you have control over yeah and i just truly do want to make sure that i emphasize like i'm really sorry for the girl that's experiencing a breakup a heartbreak right now we've talked about this in our last two breakup episodes but like man we look for something to blame blame sin like it is literally sin that has created heartbreak on the side of eternity. And Jesus is literally saying, I'm close to the Christian, the brokenhearted and the Christian spirit. And I think a lot of times when we experience a breakup, whether that's a broken engagement or as simple as a DM not being responded to, we can run to another DM. We can run to another person to fill that void. 
when Jesus is like, hey, daughter, the only place where you're going to find fullness, abundant of life, healing for your broken heart is at my feet. Yeah. Like, let me remind you of yeah. who you are. Like, mm-hmm. the answer is not getting your ex-boyfriend back. Yeah. Like, even if, I've said this before to a lot of y'all, even if your ex-boyfriend came back and he was the version that you had always longed for and prayed for and believed that he could be, even if he came back and the rose-colored glasses were taken off and he actually was what you had dreamt up, he will still not be able to satisfy that God-shaped hole in your heart. Definitely. And so do not believe the lie that just if this happened, if this were to change, if this were I'd be happy whatever, or, I'd be happier. Yeah. That's just not true. Like, Laura, you can say that confidently. Yeah. You were the girl that wanted marriage so badly and you got marriage. And it, yes, is amazing and a gift, but it didn't fix that part of your heart that a lot of times a lot of us think it will. I will tell you this. I am so thankful that I went to war with my insecurities that I went to war with like wanting a man to complete me or things like that before I got married because that was the recipe for a marriage that doesn't make me crumble you know when Colby whatever if you are that way in singleness you will take that into marriage like marriage doesn't solve your problems it actually magnifies them and it exposes what's unclean like what needs to be changed in you (laughs) so there's that. We digressed a ton from if you're unsure about the guy, because we went into like wanting to get sta- get asked out, which I think is the right direction. I think that was awesome. Yeah. Um. I I do want to say this to the girl who is unsure and wanting to be sure, to the girl who is not getting asked out and wanting to be asked out, or whatever your story is right now, like you, you sitting in your car listening to this on your walk, listening to this, your story, whatever God is taking you through. You need to know that God has uniquely written out your days, every single one of them. And you are not the only person who has questioned God in that. The Israelites, when they came out of captivity, God didn't choose the easiest route to get them where he wanted them to go. He brought them to an ocean that made no sense when an army is chasing them and they started grumbling and complaining. And all along, God's plan was what seemed impossible like they didn't even have a concept for oh that's all right god's just gonna open the sea and we're gonna walk straight through it and your life operates like that in a lot of ways so stop looking to have the same path that somebody else has god is going to get you where he wants you to go for your good for your good walk with him and the journey can be really good so appreciate every aspect of your story Practice gratitude. Practice thanking God. If you're the one not getting asked out, practice thanking God that you're not getting asked out for X, Y, and Z reason. Yeah, and for the girl that is getting asked out a lot, thank the Lord for what he's teaching you in the season of getting asked out a lot. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. There's a line that I love. It says, when you can't trace his finger, trust his heart. Yep. And it's just that beautiful belief of like, we are not going to understand everything that goes on in our life. I'm never going to understand. Well, I feel like I kind of like, Icon's kindness. I'm like, I see why I'm 30 and still single. I'm watching a ministry doing Call Her Holy. It's so fun. <laughs> but I say all that to say, like, the broken engagement. Like, I did not it doesn't understand. Make sense. It yeah. didn't make sense to me. But I will say, knowing Jesus' character, it allows me to trust when things don't make sense. Yeah. And so I think for the girl and like where we should wrap it up is there's so many DMs that we got around this topic. But I think ultimately, instead of trying to figure out who your husband is, Instead of trying to figure out what this guy means by the DM or the text or what the Lord is trying to teach you or whatever he's trying to do in the breakup, make your goal not understanding what happened or why it's happening or why you're in this season you're in. Make your goal knowing Jesus. 
Because when you know Jesus, all those things are going to start to make sense. Yeah, that's good. And a lot of the things that, that are like not good habits in you that could be chasing guys off or whatever, this is not to create fear. Uh, I had those. Um, a lot of those things are going to be sharpened out the more you start looking like Jesus. Totally. And the more you start considering others' needs above your own, like Philippians 2, 3, and 4 says, the more you surround yourself with biblical community and allow yourself to hear hard things from other people, uh, invite counsel, you know, ask people, is there spinach in my teeth? Like, is there something I'm not seeing? I, I do want to say this for the girl who is unsure about her relationship and the guy is sure. Just to circle back there before you wrap up, dating is the process of figuring that out it's okay and i know this feels like we're zigzagging but like for for you come on dating is a process of figuring that out it's okay to be unsure all you have to know is like can i see myself marrying him at some point like am i okay to move forward today like you need to focus on today do i still feel peace in my spirit to date him today the moment it's unloving is the moment that it becomes clear you don't want to marry him Hmm. that's the moment you break up and if it comes to a point where you have been so wishy-washy and so in your head and you are months and months and months down the road or y'all have broken up a hundred million times and it's just not working there might be a, a point to say like you know what god is not a god of chaos and confusion he's a god of peace and order and he can redeem anything but right now this relationship is chaos and confusion and we're not going to keep playing this game, you know? So there might be something to break up then, but just don't feel the pressure. Like I think we feel so much pressure to know immediately or honestly, we don't like a guy as much if we don't think immediately, Oh my gosh, he's my husband because we, we looked and saw that about somebody else, you know, and thought that, and no, he wasn't, you were just infatuated and attracted and, got it really excited about him and there might be a guy who seems a lot more normal to you who seems a lot more less exciting who seems a lot more average looking than you expected and he might be the guy who down the road absolutely rocks your world and he might be the guy that when your parents die he's the one who shows up and provides biblical support that you need when you lose your job, he's the one who cares for you in a way that you're like, this is the man that I'm so glad I gave my life to. Mm, yeah, that's so funny. And this is a great place to end is I sent this text literally to one of my best friends today who is in that exact place. And I just said, hey, a lot of times when we aren't sure about a guy, I think a few things is one, you only know what you want, but God knows what you need. That's good. And a lot of times we think, oh my gosh, he needs to be this, he needs to be that, he's not this, he's not that. And so we keep kind of just trying to make a mess of our thoughts. But one, at least in my own life, I feel like I keep hearing the Lord say, be open. Mm -hmm. Just this visual of God just being like, be led by faith and not by sight. Like, be led by me. And And then this is the last thing I told her. I said, trust your peace rather than what you think you want because you don't know best. But walk by peace and not preferences. Mm, That's good. The Lord will guide you if you're unsure. If it's unsure for a long time, bring community in. But I really do believe that he provides peace. He is not a God of confusion. Yes. The one thing that might be hindering your peace 
that isn't godly is your input like what things that you're watching you might not even know this yeah. but the things that you watch or the things that you're constantly taking in are somewhere in your subconscious and they might impact how you feel about certain like for instance you might somewhere deep down think that you're supposed to be this sure about him because you saw that in the movie that you watched last week and then also the movie that you watched the week before that and also the movie you watched the week before that you know and you might think somewhere deep down something's wrong because I don't feel that so just be careful of like what you're taking in what you're consuming and how you're comparing to your other friends because your story is going to be different dang love that y'all we love you guys we're just thankful for you guys thank you for listening thank you for being supporters if you want to be a part of what color holy is doing and where we want to go share about us on social media text your friend we want to do big things with color holy but we need your help and financially if you want to help us we actually have a venmo account so we are at color holy on venmo um would love for you to pray if the lord wants you to donate to the ministry that we're creating um we have seen life change happen simply by me and laura being on this podcast and that is because of you your donations your listening and your sharing thanks guys we love you